There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed. Song of the redeemed. Well, thank you again for tuning in. We're going to detract slightly from our usual path today. And I want to just go ahead and weigh in on something that's been pretty heavy upon my mind. And I just feel like the Lord would have me go ahead and deal with this. And the Apostle Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 1 says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's where we ought to be looking. That ought to be our blessed hope. The glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. The redemption of this body, the appearance of our Savior, that we will be with him. And by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter from us as from us as that the day of Christ is at hand. And so he tells us that we ought not be shaken in mind. This is something that ought not trouble us easily or quickly. And so we're looking for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're longing for his appearing. Now, those of you that are not longing for his appearing, you got another trouble. You got more problems than that. You need to be looking for the coming of Jesus Christ. If you don't have that assurance of faith to look for his coming, you need to find that assurance of faith, which is found in the person of Jesus Christ. And so again, the word of God tells us clearly that the Lord Jesus Christ is coming. Uh, This is a promise. This is a, a mystery that God has revealed to us, that God has shown us in the word of God. And he said in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 13, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Now that's not the sleep of the soul, that's the sleep of the body. That's uh, looking for the resurrection of the body. That is the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of Jesus Christ. That redemption of this vile flesh, when this body's corruptible is raised to incorruption, and this mortal's raised in immortality. And so that's the promise that God has made to all of us that believe. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, amen. This is the promise of God. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, he said, comfort one another with these words. What is the comfort? The apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 51, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, when the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, for we and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. 
So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption, this mortal shall put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he challenges us and says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And so the Lord again has told us, we're not going to fear. I don't want you to be shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letters from us. And he says, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Jesus Christ speaking to his disciples privately, he said in Matthew 24, 6, and you shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And so this is the promise of God for everyone that has believed in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. It's the promise of the resurrection. It's the promise of the blessed hope. It's the promise that this corruptible shall have put on incorruption. Jesus Christ himself in John 5, 28 says, Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming to which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice and shall come forth. They that have done good under the resurrection of life and they that have done evil under the resurrection of damnation. Daniel 12 and 2 says, Many that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. We're speaking of the resurrection. I recently looked in the scriptures and I saw that that woman over there that had a son who was uh, given to her by the man of God, he was, she was blessed by the man of God and gave her a man child and the son died. And she came to the prophet of God and she came to him and he asked if it was well with her and she said, it is well. And I thought, here it is, her son has died. And when she comes to the man of God, she says, it is well. And I labored in that, and I pondered that, and I thought, how is the songwriter has said, can it be well with her soul? And I realized then one day, she's looking for the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is well with her soul because of the promise of God. God has promised a resurrection. Her son is not dead eternally. He's not dead forever. But one of these days, everyone that shall come out of the grave shall hear his voice and shall come forth they that have done good under the resurrection of life. What a promise of the Lord. What a promise for us that are alive and remain. So again, we hear wars and rumors of wars. And some of you watching the news and you're concerned concerning Russia, concerned over the conflict. Uh, some have preached that this is Gog and Magog, the uprising of Gog and Magog. But their doctrine's a little askew because their timing is a lot askew. And that Gog and Magog will not be until that day that the Lord releases them. And it's going to be at least a thousand and seven years from today. Amen and amen. There's a lot of people concerned. A lot of people are worried. Uh, the American economy is crashing. Folks feel like they're hopeless. Suicides at an all-time high. People are just absolutely hopeless in this world. But can I say to you, don't be troubled, saint of God. These things must come to pass. This must be. God has not been taken by surprise. He didn't have to take a half a baby aspirin last night worrying about what's going on in this world. No, he's in control. 
He's still in control. I know in whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. What is that day? That day of the resurrection of the saints of God. Can I say to you, my friend, don't be soon troubled in your mind. Don't you concern yourself with the affairs of this life. You don't go out and buy gold, men will steal gold. What is gold if nobody can buy it? Don't go invest in silver. What is silver if nobody can afford it? Don't go invest in e-crypto and currency and, and, and go invest in Bitcoin. And I mean, what's digital currency going to be when there's no electricity, when there's no power? Uh, don't go invest in firewood. Why don't we believe God and trust God and believe that God will take care of our needs? Believe that God is on the throne. Believe that if we're his children, God will take care of his own. God will clothe us and God will feed us as he sees fit to do. Hey, listen, we deserve to suffer. We ought to suffer that we may know him and the fellowship of his suffering. America is under the judgment of God, under the wrath of God. Most of us that listen are Americans. Some of you in other countries are listening. Listen, your government has defined the word of God and cursed the word of God and mocked the word of God. We in America have murdered some 70 million babies. We've legalized what they call gay marriage, even though there's no such thing in God's eyes. Sodomites are adopting children. Lesbians are adopting children. They've made a mockery of the things of God and cursed God. Transgenders the new hope. Yet God is still on his throne. God's wrath is being poured out upon this earth. God's wrath is being poured out upon this nation. You and I, my friend, must believe God. We must have faith to believe God. Let's not be troubled in our minds. Uh, listen, the key is not going and buying ammunition. The key is not going and buying weapons. Uh, listen, when they come to your house uh, and you pull out your little 9mm pistol and your 308 Winchester, my friend, they have Apache helicopters with Hellfire missiles and M1 tanks and Bunker Buster bombs. Uh, there will be no fighting. There will be no scrapping. Uh, they'll come and have their way uh, and the only hope we're going to have is in the person of Jesus Christ. And can I say to you, friend, when I got saved, my hope was in Christ. When I went into ministry 15 plus years ago last month, my hope was in Jesus Christ. And if he cares for the sparrow, how much more does he care for his children? If you see the lily of the field, it doesn't toil nor sow, yet Solomon in all his splendor was not arrayed as fine a one of these. God is going to take care of his own. God is going to take care of his children. God is going to meet their every need in hardship, in affliction, in torment, in persecution, in fear of death. Paul said even in shipwreck, God would meet the need. God would take care of the need. Can I say to you, my friend, no matter how low it gets, no matter how expensive God gasoline gets, no matter how expensive food gets, I pray that your hope is in Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. All of these things will come to pass, but that which is eternal in the heavens. Jesus Christ, the righteous. He's the hope for this world. He's the hope for your neighbor. He's the hope for your family. He's the hope and the cure for all things sinful and all things wicked. Might I say to you, my friend, I pray this is an exhortation to stir you today. I pray this will get in your bones today. I pray that it'll get down the fiber of your being today, that Jesus Christ would be your hope and to be your stay that he would be your rock, the rock of your salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be his name. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for that blessed hope. I'm looking for the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. What a hope. 
What a friend. What a savior. Listen, I'm going to cut it short today. I just felt like the Lord here on Saturday night challenged me to exhort the brethren concerning the imminent return of Jesus Christ. I was going to do a special Saturday podcast. Lord said, nope. Just put it on as the regular podcast. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I pray this has been a help to you. Listen, I'll give an illustration. I told a preacher friend of mine earlier, we were talking about these things. I said, you know, folks have their gun stockpiles and their ammo stockpiles. And one man said, well, if the, the trouble comes, I'll just sell my guns and I'll make some money off my guns. And the reality is where I live at, everybody has guns and nobody's going to have money and nobody's going to have money to buy guns. Listen, I don't lay up store in weaponry and ammunition and in food. We don't lay up store in seeds and in vaults and the temporal things of this world, but I lay up store in Jesus Christ the righteous. Lay not up treasure on earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and thieves break through and steal. Where is our treasure? It ought to be laid up in heaven. Have you committed those things to heavenly things? Have you laid your treasure up in heaven? Have you laid it up in God's ways and in God's labors and in God's will? Those are the treasures that God is going to honor. Listen, when I surrendered some 50 plus years ago to go full time on the road. I had one promise I took with me and that was give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over shall man give into your bosom. What does that mean? Well, when you take the barrel and it seems like it's full, you shake it a little bit and it settles a little bit more. And then you shake it some more and it settles some more. And then you press it down in the barrel and you find out how much room's in the barrel. And then you fill the barrel up again. And then you shake the barrel. And then you press the barrel. And you shake it all together. And you put a little bit more in and you press the barrel. And you shake the barrel. And eventually you'll find out that's what God returns when we lay up treasure in heaven. Listen, he'll not only fill the barrel, it will be that barrel of flour, that cruise of oil. It can never run dry. My friend, he'll press it down, shake it together. He said, and running over shall man give into your bosom. I'd rather lay up treasure on this side of eternity in a hope that Jesus Christ one day will save my family and save my children and put a man of God in their lives rather than all the riches of this world and all the gain of this world and all the profit of this world. It's going to perish. It's going to pass away. Jesus Christ himself said, what shall a profit a man if he gain the whole world but lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? I want to say our soul's not for sale. My life's not for sale. My family's not for sale. I don't care how many wars and how much destruction and how many laws and what the defilement is. We're going to stand with Jesus Christ. We're going to stand with the blessed King James Bible. We're going to stand on the hope that is in Christ. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going to sign off today of the podcast. I pray it's been an uplifting for you. I pray it holds up your hands. I pray it gives you strength to stand. Don't be soon troubled in mind. Don't be shaken by these things. We're looking for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bless his holy name. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. And he longs to return to the Lord As he cries for forgiveness and mercy God is waiting You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. 
For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelists.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glory of